Hear me? How does the picture look? Nope. <laughs> Looking yes, good, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate your tone. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Man to Man Pod. I'm one half of the pod, Darius Butler. My co-host will be joining us shortly, Antoine Bethea. We got a lot to talk about on this beautiful Thursday, December 15th. Crazy. Ten days out. You see, I already got my already got my Santa Claus fit on. Ten days out uh, from Christmas already. And then, obviously, we got the new year. 2023 is here already. So, if you are one of those New Year's resolution type people, I would suggest go ahead and get on it early, man. You know, go on to this 2023. That's crazy that I'm even saying that. 2023 with the right mindset hitting it full speed, if it's something with the body, if it's something with the mind, anything, man, uh, get on it now. You know what I mean? Obviously, the holidays, stressful time, you know, a great time as well. A lot of us get to spend a little more time with our families and such. And then on the flip side of that, it also gets tougher uh, for a lot of people that are going through some things or have gone through uh, things. Obviously, we all have, but um, people deal with them differently. Um, yesterday, news of um, – the Ellen's DJ, he went by Twitch, um, his passing, he, he took his life at 40 years old. Um, and from all the people, I knew a lot of mutual people that knew him. Um, a lot of people said the same things about him, always look happy, always brought joy to people. Um, and those are the people that a lot of times, you know, you don't check on, you don't think you should check on. Check on your people, man. Obviously, check on yourself as well. Do that mental wellness check because it's tough out here for everybody. Everybody's going through some shit. Um, so it's tough, man. So like I said, check on your people. And this is the time of year. Obviously, it's a lot of great things, but it can be rough for some people as well. I'm sending good vibes from the pod, from myself. I'm here at the Thunderdome. Um, we will be kicking off week 15 already in the NFL season, which is nuts. Week 15. So we only got a few weeks left of the regular season. It's going to be right into these playoffs, um, which is absolutely nuts. But um, we kick it off tonight with the NFC West matchup, the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. So we'll talk about that on the other side. I'm also going to talk about some Saturday games. We got some Saturday games. So we're going to make our picks for those three Saturday games um, because, as you know by now, we put out our Saturday pick show um, for, our, for, for the whole Sunday slate, which we will still do. But uh, today we're going to pick those three Saturday games as well. Going to pick, uh, you know, which side we're on there. Uh, we got some other stuff to talk about as well. The parlays, man. The parlays, the Super Boost, FanDuel. This pod is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Greatest sportsbook in the land. It's been rough, though. It's been rough. It's been rough on your boys. It's been rough on the whole FanDuel family this this uh football season and uh I've, I've dabbled i'm in the basketball season as well had a nice one laid out man and if you roll if you roll with it you, you feel you yeah. every time man i feel like every time it's always one but you know i'm gonna keep jumping in that batter's box baby you know I mean ain't no quit on this side baby but uh we got a lot of other good stuff to talk about as well on the other side on this beautiful thursday december 15th We'll catch you on the other side, the man to man part.
Yo, 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 we back, we back, we back. First and foremost, um, before I even get into the other stuff we're going to talk about, yesterday hit a big shot on Pat McAfee's show. Hope you got in on that potential giveaway, 10 winners, $500. You had to retweet the tweet. You had to say something nice to somebody. And you had to add your cash tag to give yourself a chance. Obviously, I know a lot of people, you know, use that extra 500 right anytime, but especially right now, the holidays, if anything like me, you got to be center for some people. Um, but um, hopefully you get in there, get your, give yourself a shot. And then before we move on to the football stuff, I got to talk about the same game parlay. I got to talk about this. I, it might, I, I don't know if it, somebody's getting a call down at some point and just telling people, hey, if you got eight rebounds on Darius Butler, same game parlay, you just get seven and chill. Just get seven and chill because this is back-to-back now. DeAndre Ayton probably about a month ago had a five-legger. Had all the other legs hit. Ayton went into the fourth quarter with seven boards. Last night, another five-legger in the uh, Knicks-Bulls game. If we can throw it up, we have that Knicks-Bulls game. So I had Zach Levine score 20 points. Just drop, just drop a dub for me at home, Zach. Got it easy. Randall, Julius Randall for the Knicks. Been on the tear, put the ball in the bucket. Drop a dub. Light work. I got you, D-Butt. DeRozan, 25. Do it in the sleep. Walking bucket. Mitchell Robinson, the Knicks. Glass eater. Got your eight, D-Butt. Don't trip. Vucevic. Third quarter. Early third quarter. My dog has seven. I'm like, oh, yeah, this going to be a walk in the park. It's going to be Kate. Seven already? I got all this time? Watching the whole fourth quarter. Third quarter, fourth quarter, nothing. Nothing. Shoot an air ball right before, uh, as time expires in regulation. He got seven boards still. Ooh. We're going overtime. We got to know we got bonus time, baby. He definitely going to grab a board in bonus time. And he did not. And he did not. not and, you know, it, it, it's sports. You know, it's gambling. That's why it's called gambling. Um, this this particular parlay was a plus 500, so you bet 100. You win 500 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. You can go ahead and throw them logos back up. But um, it's been tough. It's been tough out here. But we're going to keep fighting. You know, I and some people say, hey, man, start making your bets more, a little more conservative. Five legs, that's a lot. You know, uh, you know, how about you? Nah, nah. If I'm putting some shit together, it's going to be at least plus 500. Because if I, if I bet my money, I want to flip that thing. You feel me? But um, we, we move on, man. We deal with the pain and we move on. Uh, on to some good news. Last night with the fellas, the crew, when uh, I got an early screening of uh, Avatar, The Way of the Water, three hours plus. Great flick, though. James Cameron did his thing. He did it. They spent a lot of money on that movie, and you can tell visually. Saw it in 3D. Um, I haven't seen a movie in 3D. Uh, I think I saw the Batman in 3D, maybe. I feel like I saw that one in 3D. But I, w- I would suggest seeing it in 3D. It is a long time. Bring some Visine. It is a while. You might have to bloop, bloop, bloop some point but uh it was a great movie man and uh obviously it's a tough crowd in here and everybody for the most part in here uh gave it some great reviews 
So Avatar, 15 years, I, I believe, between the first and the second one. Um, and I think they got another one coming as well. But this one, this one was dope. This this was this was dope. Couple things. Obviously, we'll have to talk about once you guys get out there and see it. I believe it comes at Hits Theaters tonight. Um, and officially Friday, but tonight you can go out and catch your first viewing. But uh great movie, worth the watch, worth the three hours. You know, the Batman movie, which was however long it was, I felt like they could have cut a good 57 minutes off that thing. But um this one was definitely, definitely worth it, man. Um, and then uh, obviously, so yeah, what else? What else did I do? What else? Yesterday was a vibe on the show. I hope y'all, I hope y'all tune in there actually every week. I come on Pat Show, um, especially Wednesdays. Wednesdays I get a chance to do the Everything DB um, segment where we dive into some more specifics on the defensive side of the ball. And then obviously today we get Chuck P's keys where he goes over the Thursday night football matchups. Um, but uh, the everything DB stuff, uh, you know, you really get into different drops and not only what people are doing sometimes, why they're doing it. You see why big plays happen for the offense. And then uh, on the flip side, you see why big plays happen on the defense as well. Um, before that, we actually had a chance to talk to Lou Anarumo, defensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals, um, and it was a great conversation with him just to kind of get into that mindset of a defensive play caller in the NFL. We don't see a lot of them. We don't see a lot of their, you know, interviews or them talking. You see a lot of coordinators and quarterbacks and stuff and obviously head coaches, but the CD, uh, D coordinators and, and hear their trains of thoughts. Uh, that was dope to have that conversation with Lou yesterday. And uh, the Bengals, speaking of the Bengals, that's a, a team that for some reason keeps slipping my mind when I think about the top dogs over there in the AFC. I always somehow, some way, forget to mention the Bengals. And that's on me. That's that's, that's my bad. Obviously, the defending AFC champions um, have, I believe, Joe Burrow's 3-0 and now at this point in his career against the Kansas City Chiefs. Most people will put the Kansas City Chiefs as the class of the AFC, rightfully so. They've earned that at this point. Um, they've shown a little chink in their armor this year. Uh, Buffalo Bills, same thing. So you got the Bills over on the AFC side. You got the Chiefs over on the AFC side. You got the Bengals on the AFC side. And then you obviously got the Dolphins on the AFC side. Who the Dolphins, a lot of people writing off the Dolphins now. A lot of people jumping off the tour train. I am not one of those people. I'm still riding with the tour and the Dolphins. I'm still in tour now. Had a rough couple weeks. All right. The defense has made some plays. He's been off. Got to get back on the same page with Hill and Waddle. And when those three are on the same page, it's a tough, tough offense to stop. And then the defense. Defense got to play better. Right, we've been banged up in the secondary all year long, made that trade, and then paid Bradley Chubb. That's got to start paying dividends, obviously. Not. And then we got a big matchup, a big challenge this weekend with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Dolphins, going to be a huge matchup um, at Saturday. So, actually, we could throw that up. That's the first game uh, we could talk about. Uh, Saturday, eight and five Dolphins at the Bills, ten and three. Saying that twenty ten and three right now. Bills are seven point favorites. These teams have already faced off once. Uh, Bills dominated the time of possession. They dominated the ball. The first matchup couldn't really punch it in for points. Didn't score a lot of points. Dolphins ran, I believe, less than forty offensive plays. Uh, that first matchup. Um, Jordan Poyer. All pro safety for the Bills did not play in the first matchup. The Bills are actually 9-0 and when Jordan Poirier does play. Had a chance to talk to him yesterday as well. 
Um, but a seven-point line, you know what? It's slightly disrespectful. You know, I go out and say it. It's, a, it's disrespectful. It is in Buffalo. The weather won't be beautiful as it is right now down in Miami. It's probably 78, 79 right there in Miami. You saw Mike McDaniel walking around with the I wish it was colder T-shirt, which none of that means shit. A lot of Florida boys, and uh, are they going to be cold? Are they going to be this? Are they going to be that? Yes, everybody's going to be cold. Everybody's going to be miserable, including the Buffalo Bills player. But once that ball kicked off, it's going to be football, man. I'm uh, I'm excited about this game. <sighs> now, do I believe my Dolphins can pull this one off? Hard to beat a team twice. Hard to beat a team twice. Our, our, our postseason lives are on the line as far as seeding. Tua's been struggling, especially these last couple of weeks, against the Chargers, against the 49ers. And now we got another big challenge against the Buffalo Bills. And I think we get it done, man. So this is going to be my upset probably of the week, of the weekend. I picked them the first time against the Bills. I forget what that spread was. Was that six and a half? I can't remember what that spread was a few weeks back when they played. But I'm going my Dolphins on the road in cold, ugly, rainy, sleety, snowy, whatever it's going to be in Buffalo. Give me my Dolphins, obviously, plus the seven points. And I'm going to give them the win straight up, too. Give me that straight up money line win. I think Dolphins, I think Tua gets back on the train. Uh, he kind of played himself out of MVP conversation these last couple of weeks, unfortunately. Um, but I like him to get back on track this weekend. Speaking of MVP, Jalen Hurts, man. It, it, so Jalen Hurts, love to see it. Love to see it first and foremost. And uh, I also love that. Now, everybody on this pod who've been riding with this pod for the last couple of years, they know this. But for the new people, I was on this Jalen Hurts train early. And I see everybody getting on now, right? Everybody, which is cool. You know, he's a young player. This stuff, Everybody had questions coming into this year looking at this Eagles roster. You traded for A.J. Brown. You drafted Devontae Smith. Um you went and got Hassan Reddick. You went and got Bradbury. You went and traded for CJGJ C. on the back end. Like, you got all these pieces, and everything looks amazing on paper. But it's like, hey, this quarterback, man, can this quarterback play ball? If he can play ball, it's going to be a team to reckon with. Uh, for me, though, even coming into the draft, like Jalen Hurts, yeah, he got benched at Bama, but, you know, he was uh, – did he win the Natty's freshman year? He's a winner at Bama. Didn't have to throw the ball a bunch. Obviously, a big running team. Bama putting running backs and pros in the league, you know, year in, year out. Went and did their thing. Got benched for Tua. Tua comes in, does his thing. He's an unbelievable player. He goes on to be a top five pick. Uh, before that, Hurts sits, plays the backup. All year long, still a great, great teammate. You can tell it from a mile away. You can tell it from his teammates and his coaches when they talk about him. Then he goes to Oklahoma for his senior year, plays in Lincoln Riley's offense, which is obviously a pass-happy offense, an offense where you have to make sophisticated 
uh, reads in the pass game. And obviously, you got to make good throws. And this did this dude did it on an unbelievable level in, in college. Threw for 3,800 3, yards, 32 touchdowns, eight picks, something like that. And on the ground, ran for another 1,320 touchdowns. Somehow, some way, people are surprised that this is translating into the NFL. A guy who's a coach's son, I believe, has been around great coaches his entire career. How are people so surprised that he is actually going to get into a pro system and continue to develop and get better? So I'm glad that I was on the train early. I'm glad that other people are getting on the train. But what I'm seeing now is a lot of backhanded compliments going towards Jalen Hurts' way. I'm not really a fan of that. Backhanded compliments is what I mean by that is the Eagles. Oh, that's the you know that's the easiest team to play on. Um, is it Jalen Hurts or is it the team? Um, this is the greatest you know development of a um, a passer that I've seen. All these things and yes, he has definitely got better. His mechanics got better. Everybody works with quarterback coaches and they have their own quarterback coaches and. Surprise, surprise, when you put great weapons around a quarterback, they tend to play better. <laughs> you give them a running game. You give them a great O-line. Jalen Hurts has a great O-line that keeps him clean. He has great receivers that create separation to catch the ball. Dallas Goller, he's been um, designated to come back off IR, too, as well, at the tight end position. And you got another, a great defense who's been playing great as well. So when you have all those things working in concert, yes, you're going to have this type of success. But everybody's not walking around here 12-1. And uh, for that reason, best player on the best team right now, I think Jalen Hurts, is easily his MVP award right now to lose. Um, Mahomes in that conversation. Joe Burrow's in that conversation. Um Though it's really three, I think those would be the three guys right now I will put into that conversation. But enough about that. I had to go my Jalen Hurts soapbox real quick. Um, what other matchups we got this weekend, Tone? What's the other matchups we got this Saturday? Oh. oh. My coach. Four, eight, and one Colts at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are favored by four and a half points. They were underdogs last week uh, playing the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions handle business, beat them. They have their destiny in their own hands. Jared Goff is playing great football this year. They got their rookie, Jamison Williams, but in the lineup. He had a splash play last week. Vikings are favored by four and a half points at home. Uh, Ten and three Vikings. Um I'm going to take the Vikings in this one, unfortunately. I take the Vikings to win. I take the Vikings to cover. Um, you know, they're kind of up and down. On offense, Kirk threw for 400 and something last week. Justin Jefferson had 200, uh, 200 something yards and should have had probably damn near three. They took a 71 yard touchdown, I believe, off the, off the books because they said he stepped out of bounds when he didn't. He's been unbelievable. Offensive player of the year would be in the MVP conversation, honestly, if it wasn't a a, uh, a quarterback award. But Justin Jefferson's special, man. He's one of those receivers where obviously he changed the math as far as you got to have two guys on him. But then it's like, damn, how do you double him? Because he's been killing bracket double teams. A bracket double team is an inside out. Hey, I got the outside half of him. You got the inside half of him. 
But the, the weakness of a bracket is he can split that thing down the middle. He's been able to do that. And then it's the other way you can double team a good receiver is, hey, I'm going to press a guy up, up up in his face and then play kind of like a two-man and I have a safety over the top. But then a lot of times what a great receiver like Jefferson, Jefferson does is beats that first guy, stacks him, and now he's kind of on a two-way go with that safety. Uh, so he's got issues. So we got our hands full with 18. I do love what uh, – uh, Stephon Gilmore has been doing all year. Gilly Lock has been Gilly Lock for sure, but we struggled. We struggled uh, um, not defensively. We had a solid, solid defensive efforts, um, but it's three phase game: offense, defense, and special teams. And we have not been doing our thing. Um, Jeff Saturday said he wants to coach full time. So after this season, uh, he's going to go through the interview process. And I, I'm definitely not going to put this on Jeff Saturday. He was thrown in an impossible situation. Um, and uh, I can't I can't put – obviously, you're going to take some of the blame when you are the head coach, when you are wearing that hat. But in my opinion, you know, Matt Ryan has stunk it up. The offensive line stunk it up for the majority of the year. Didn't have much of a running game. We got a young receiver room, which I think has played well this 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 year under – the tutelage of Reggie Wayne defense I spoke on earlier has played good. We've traded for Yannick. He's been productive. Stephon Gilmore has been productive. Gus Bradley has had a good defense. Um, so we've definitely had some bright spots, but four, eight and one, not going to get it done. So it would be interesting to see what Jim Irsay does after the season. As far as that head coach position, Chris Ballard, does he remain the general manager? Um, does he leave on his own accord or does Jim decide to go a different way? Uh, we shall see that and how that unfolds as well. But I think the Vikings kind of – they're pissed off right now. A lot of people call, still call them frauds. You know, sitting at 10-3 and three going into week 15, a lot of people are still calling the Vikings frauds because of, of the whole point differential thing and all that shit. It just doesn't really matter to me. You know, you got a first-year GM, a first-year head coach. You're able to win 10 games. Um, let's say at the end of the season they end up, what, 12-5 and five or, you know uh, – 13 and four, some shit like that. I think that's a really solid record. Um, really solid record for the Vikings. So I think I think they'll be all right. And unfortunately, I think they get back on track this weekend against my Colts. I think they win. And I think they cover next game. What we got? Nine and four Ravens at the five and eight Cleveland Browns. Uh, Browns, two-and-a-half-point favorites here. Deshaun Watson going into his third start as a Cleveland Browns quarterback. Played a little bit better last week than he did the previous week against the Texans, um, but still has some some a lot of things, obviously, you can clean up after having 700 days away from the football field, which you can expect. Um, got to get a running game. Got to get the running game back going with Nick Chubb. Defense, got to play better. Nine and four Ravens finding ways to win. Found a way to win last week against their division rival Steelers. Had some issues, quarterback issues, major quarterback issues coming into this practice week. You know, Snoop Huntley got knocked out of the uh, game last week. Lamar Jackson already was out of that game. You know, he's dealing with a knee injury. Hopefully, they can get him back sooner than later. These, I say, I, I expect Lamar to be back probably next game or the game after that, right? So if they can split those games, go one-and-one, one, or obviously win both of them. That would be great. They, they can go one-on-one, one-and-one. And let's say Lamar comes back after, you know, they're 10-and-5 and he comes to finish the season. Now, Lamar wasn't playing great. Um, the offense wasn't very productive even when Lamar was in there. But 
Eight has found a way to win games. Eight can be dynamic and play at an MVP level at any point in the game. Um, and this will be the time of the season where, you know, you obviously he'll be coming back off a knee injury, but um, hopefully they let it heal correctly. And then once he's back out, that he's playing at full Lamar Jackson avatar abilities. And uh, that's always special to watch. Right now the Browns are favoring this one by two and a half points. Um, and I'm actually going to Ravens. Is Tyler Huntley get out there and plays? And he practiced yesterday, I believe. And it's going to be obviously a shorter week, but he was in concussion protocol. He practiced yesterday. I believe so. If you practice Wednesday, um, and then you go out there and practice Thursday, and it's a major need at that quarterback position. For me, all the signs point to Tyler Snoop Huntley playing this game at quarterback. And if he's playing this game at quarterback, I'd like the Baltimore Ravens to win at the Cleveland Browns this week. So I go Ravens plus two and a half. Ravens win straight up. J.K. Dobbins, slightly concerned with him. He obviously had a great game last week, but he looked a little. Didn't look full goal. Didn't look full. I mean, obviously, he was full goal. He was suited up on game day, but didn't look 100%. Didn't look close to 100% out there, but he's, I guess, landing on the line for his teammates. But, um, yeah, division, divisional. Divisional game should be a physical one in Cleveland. I wonder how the weather's going to be. But um, give me the Ravens in this one. Ravens find a way to get it done. Ravens find a way to win. So, I think that's the slate. Where did I go? Ravens, Vikings, Dolphins. Two underdogs and a favorite. I'll take it. Two underdogs and a favorite. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. There we go, man. I can't see the comments. I can't see the questions. I can't see anything. Tone, let me know if we got any good hashtag M2M live questions from the internet or from the comment box. Um, that I can get to. And then um, got to do this FanDuel ad read as well from the greatest sports book in the world, the greatest sports book in the land, which is recently legal in Maryland. I believe it'll be legal in January in, in Ohio. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully you got better luck than I've had uh, this year. What's crazy about it is I'm still in the green this year with – uh, I think I hit three, three parlays that have me in the green. I'm probably three and three and thirty-eight, probably. But those three, I swing for the fences, baby. So let me know if you got any good questions, any good comments or concerns. But uh, excited about obviously going into um, you know week fifteen. Uh, then obviously I get to the Thursday night game. I wait for AB for that one. Um, then I be obviously get his input on the Saturday games as well once he jumps in. Tom, so we got any questions, any 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 good uh comments from the from the from the uh from the chat box? Nothing nothing dropping in just yet, but uh oh now we're starting to get some drops. I just asked for for a bunch of questions. So I think well, we're gonna start rolling get it. In. So I'll start throwing nice. them in. All right, bet, bet, bet. Appreciate you, Tone. That's the guy behind the scenes makes it all happen. Tone. <laughs> You know what I mean? We we can't go without Tony. That's that's you know that's the guy. That's like a you know a football ops guy. You know you got uh you know you obviously got the team, the GM, the head coach, the owner, the quarterback, the players, equipment, trainers. But there's certain people in the building that never get you know they're just do. That's Tony. Tony's like the football ops guy who sets everything up behind the scenes. <laughs> Mateo. Bagney. Oh, some F1 news. That Mateo name for some reason just made me think about F1. Mick Schumacher, 
Schumacher, Michael Schumacher's son, one of the most famous F1 Formula One drivers ever. A lot of people will call him the GOAT. Uh, won a ton of championships, won a ton of races. Um, his son, Mick Schumacher, who drove for Haas this past season, lost his seat with Haas. Today it came out that he will be a reserve driver for Mercedes AMG F1 team. So obviously they got Lewis Hamilton, my GOAT, George Russell, young special driver, and now you got Mick Schumacher as the reserve driver, which is um dope for him. It's good for him, good for Mercedes, and good for the Schumacher family. But uh, Mateo Bagni, why do you think the Vikings secondary sucks so much? I don't think they suck, honestly. You know, um, they they throughout the year they've been good on third down, I believe, and in the red area. Um, but the brand, the type, the style of defense that they play, um, it's not an aggressive style. A lot of too high safeties. A lot of you know make offenses go the long hard way, as we call it, and then hopefully you create turnovers or you get sacks or you get things that kind of set people back on the drive, and then you pounce on that. But as far as yards per game and giving up yards to receiver, those things are going to happen. But um, definitely a lot of room for improvement. Still got some young guys out there. Danzler's young. Bynum is a good player, but he's young. Um, and then you got the vets, you know, Pat P, Harrison Smith. When Harrison Smith gets back out there, he was banged up last week. But um, I'm not going to say they suck, man, you know. Ed Donatello is, is you know, running that two-high show, which a lot of teams are this year. Their offense is dynamic. They put up points. They force the other team to score. And that's sitting at 10-3 right now. So something's working. Uh, but as the season, the point in the season that we are right now, Got to tighten things up on defense. Definitely got to be better. There's a lot of room for improvement there. Um, the thing about playing a style of defense that they play is it allows the players uh, to make a lot of adjustments within the coverage, right? So, yeah, we, we call whatever we call. We can call the same coverage 10 times in a row through the headset, but it's going to be played four or five different ways depending on formation, where guys are, uh, what happens uh, – alignment wise formation wise situational down the distance wise the players have the ability to say hey you know lock this or double that or let's box this or to have that so it's a lot of adjustments within uh those coverages but a lot of room to grow a lot of room to improve uh for sure but i definitely would not say they suck 10 to 3 football team right now man a lot of people would love to be 10 and 3 right now mr scampers need the button episode of the pot I love to jump on the pod with the boys again. It's been a while. It's been a while. And um, this season, man, this season has been fun for your boy. You know, a lot of moving around um, in week 15 right now. So, which is crazy how how fast it's flown by. I remember, you know, having conversations with the family. Like, all right, you know, this is what I'm going to be doing this upcoming season. A lot of things came together kind of right before the season. Uh, got here because I wanted to be really intentional on, on the things that I wanted to do uh, this season. So I wanted to be, you know, in the right places, obviously working with the right people and then obviously doing things that I love to do. You know, there's a lot of opportunities to do a lot of different things. But, you know, this is, you know, on Tuesdays now I'm with Fan, FanDuel TV. I'm jumping. I'm on with Kay every Tuesday up in Adam's show. Obviously, Wednesday and Thursday, I'm with Pat and my guys up here in uh, Indy, you know, which is 
you know, I'm, I'm talking ball with the boys and I get a chance to dive into the defensive side of things with everything DB, something I've been doing for the last couple of years. Um, but now doing it with obviously a, a much bigger audience and a lot of people um, can tune in and see the value in that. And once again, something I love doing. And then Fridays, I go up to Jersey um, and we record the NFL matchup show with, with Greg Cosell and Sal Palantonio, you know, two legends in the game, been in the TV business and the football business for over 30 years, you know, in different uh, aspects of the game, sideline reporting, been an insider, hosting on television. Greg Cosell actually started NFL matchup back in 1984 as a producer and then has been on camera now for the last few years. Um, so being able to work with those uh, legends, being able to work with my guys in here, being able to continue to do my own podcast with, with AB, the one me and AB started back in shit, July, July of 2020. Now we over two years now, over however many episodes. Appreciate everybody's tuning in, too. I think we just cracked a million lifetime views, which, you know, some people probably do that in their first month. Some people probably never get to that. Some people probably do it in the first week. Um, but we are grateful for, for you guys, um, you know, all the men, women, ch children that have tuned in and watched in diff all the different countries and different places. It's been uh, a special journey. So been able to do my pop, been able to do the Pat, uh, Pat McAfee show, Up and Adams, NFL matchup. It's a lot. It looks like a lot. But when I'm enjoying it, I'm enjoying it, baby. You know what I mean? NFL matchup, all X and O's, not a bunch of hot takes. And I don't have to get on TV and say, this is the best player I've seen in five years. This is the best team. This is the best. I don't have to do that shit. I just get on here and talk ball and um, remain true to myself, which is the most important thing in this whole media thing. But appreciate y'all once again, man. It all started here with you guys. Um, I can't see the names in the chat like I usually can, but I know I would recognize a lot of them. And to the new listeners, appreciate you guys as well. Uh, John Gasick. Hope I got that name right. M2M Live. Next time, use that hashtag M number two live. M number two M live. Appreciate you, John. What's the biggest weakness you see in golf's game? You know what? I'm not going to talk about weaknesses, you know, because Jared Goff is playing some damn good football right now. My producer, Tone, has been a Lions fan for a very long time, and I'm sure just like Evan Foxy here, he is having the time of his life watching these Lions play led by Dan Campbell. And Jerry Goff, he was a castaway, right? Get out of here. He took the Rams to the Super Bowl once. Not good enough to do it again. Let's upgrade at quarterback with Matt Stafford from the Lions. Let's get him. Let's go to Super Bowl. Let's win this whole thing. Jerry Goff, get out of here. For the Lions fans, a lot of Lions, a lot of fans from the outside looking in look to Jared Goff as a bridge quarterback. Like, hey, he'll be there for a couple of years. We'll draft the quarterback and we'll move on and go into our greatness. As the Lions. And Jared Goff has played good ball. He's played very good ball, um, especially this this last stretch that he's been on. So um, I'm not going to talk about the You can find the weaknesses in any quarterback's game, but I see a lot of strengths in, in Jared Goff's game. And he, when he's in rhythm, um, he can be accurate with the football. He's very accurate with the football. He can get the ball down the field. He can hit intermediate throws. I see him on third down. Where this is where quarterbacks separate themselves and make their money. Third down, red area. Um, he's been uh, dynamic in, in those situations. A lot of two-minute uh, situations where he had to make games close and 
Jared Goff's been covering spreads. So I like Jared Goff, man. I like the offense around him. I like the weapons that they've acquired around him. Ben Johnson, I feel like he's doing a great job calling the plays, um, getting Jared Goff in a lot of uh, favorable situations, understanding things pre, uh, pre-snap and getting his team into the right audibles and things along those lines. So shout out to Jared Goff, man. One of those guys that obviously had to bet on himself. No underdog by any stretch of the imagination. He was the number one overall pick. Um. Once again, did get to the playoffs a couple of times, did get to a Super Bowl, too. A lot of people forget. And now he's been surrounded by some good weapons. I like what the Lions are doing as an organization, and I definitely like what Jared Goff is doing um, at the quarterback position. So I'm only focusing on positives for Jared Goff. I gave Detroit too much negativity on our draft spectacular show when Jamison Williams got drafted. I don't regret much. When it comes to this whole sports media stuff, when I'm talking sports, when I'm talking ball, I say what's on my mind, I say how I feel at some point. Sometimes it's going to offend people. And sometimes it's going to give a lot of people some hope or more, more hope. Even sometimes people would say false hope. Like when I picked the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl this year, which I'm still sticking by, Chargers-Eagles, that's my Super Bowl matchup. A lot of Chargers fans are like, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I, I hope it happens, man. Now that I hear from you, I believe it. Believe it. And I believe it. But when I said Jamison Williams is going to be sad that he's going to Detroit and he hates it there, I wish I could have that moment back. I don't want to put that on that guy. He may enjoy Detroit and playing in that Honolulu, Honolulu blue. Shout out to J-Mo. We got another one, man. Who's throwing out? Who, who told everybody? Tone, did you tell the people to use this hashtag? Because, uh... That's on me. I, 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 it's on. It's on the bottom of the screen half the time. I'm... So wait. So you told him? No, I didn't tell him. I oh, so, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. The regular spellings on the bottom of the screen half the time. Okay, okay. But so, hey, these got these. Maybe these are new, newer fans. So like, hey, let's let's embrace maybe, that. Hey, well, appreciate welcome, y'all. Welcome, new. We appreciate y'all first and foremost. The hashtag just so it's easier to keep up with. M, the number two, M, live. Um, use that on Twitter. Today we're getting away with the MTM live. Um, but uh, speaking of, speaking of, but I'm gonna get to this question in two seconds. I pro- oh, and next week, so next week, next week. So we've been having the same game parlay this free bet with FanDuel Sportsbook. Well, no sweat bet. I'm sorry up to $1,000 on your first bet. You use it. You get your money back if it doesn't hit. Next week, don't tell nobody, but that $1,000, that bet up to $1,000 now, next week is up to twenty five hundred two five zero zero for no sweat bet. But that's next week. This week, still $1,000. Use our promo code M2M live. Well, I'm going to get to that read later, but I just want to Drop that on your radar. Anthony, M2M Live. Did you ever think about going to going back to play again? It's a good question. It's a good question, Anthony. Um, so I played nine years uh as a DB, corner, nickel, safety. Uh long career as a DB, right? Um was blessed to play uh, to play that long, to play for coaches I played for, to play for the organizations, the Panthers, the Patriots, and the Colts. 
um, with the, the teammates, the relationships, all those things, man. It was it was literally a dream come true. Like a lot of people, most people, um, most people don't get a chance to live out the dream that they set to live out at five years old, right? That's a very rare um, occurrence. You know, you go into, you know, if I went into a fourth grade classroom right now and, you know, ask all the boys in the classroom, um, well, boys and girls, you know, what they wanted to be when they grew up, you know, majority of the boys are going to say, hey, I want to go to the NFL, I want to go to the NBA. At least when I was growing up, like that was the dream. And then actually being able to, you know, live that out. And obviously there's a lot of things along the way, a lot of, you know, little league ball, high school ball, college ball, you know, going pro. And then every, every time you took a step up, you know, shit got way harder. You had to make, you know, way more sacrifices, whether it be physically, whether it be family, whether it be whatever, to get to not only survive and thrive on that level that you're on, but then you got to have a game plan to get to that next level. And then once you get there, you starting from scratch uh, once again. And uh, it was a journey. It was a journey that you had to stay locked in for um, almost on like an hour by hour basis. You know, it was the next play mentality. It was you almost programmed that way. And I did that fortunately for, you know, a long, long time up until I was 32 years old. And then um, in 2017, um, it was a lot of other things that kind of obviously it's always a lot of other things when it, you get into pro ball, it becomes much more, you know, political and a lot more, um, you know, relationships. And obviously it's about producing on the field, but it's a lot more that goes into it as well. And then 2017, we had a lot of the off the field stuff going on with the president that was in office at the time and then what was going on in the field. And I was outspoken about a lot of, you know, the social social justice issues and the protests and everything that was going on to the point where, you know, I was in town hall meetings and talking with, you know, front office people all the time and different owners from different teams and just having a lot of different, a lot of different things. And it made me see things and see people and see a lot of things just differently. And um, at that point in time, my contract was up as well with the Colts. And um, it, it had some opportunities to go some other places. But it, I just told my agent, like, you know, it's got to be the perfect situation, the perfect spot right now. Because I'm kind of even going into my last game, my ninth year, literally pulling up to the stadium for the first time. I was thinking, yo, hey, okay, you like you might be running for office or something right now, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Try and get right, man. You know what I mean? Governor, Governor Bethel over there, man. Welcome, welcome to... To the show, uh, you know, this beautiful Thursday, December 15th on the pod. Um, let me, I'm gonna finish answering this question, but welcome, AB, to the show, man. Everything going good, man. Everything good, man. You know, just trying to inspire the youth, you know what I'm saying? You know how I go, got to, man. Doing, doing, doing your part, doing your yeah. part at, at, at per, per usual. That's it, uh, yeah, man. But, um, the question, um, everything about going back and playing but uh yeah so after you know going to that locker room that last game 2017 i kind of went in with the mindset of you know this is this kind of feels like this may be the last one um and then going into that off season continue to work out staying on the same schedule just told my agent um you know if the perfect situation comes up that you know checks these boxes let's do it if those boxes aren't checked, don't even let me know about the opportunity uh, because once I kind of flip that switch, I want to flip that switch. So um, um, 
and it's been a blessing. I've been enjoying this ride after football. Obviously, you have some tough patches or had some tough patches, I would say, where you start to definitely miss the game. You know, some of your friends still playing or coaching and get around playoff time, different things like that. Um, but, nah, uh, at this point in the game, especially maybe in the previous couple of years, you think about it here and there. But at this point in the game, uh, those thoughts of going back or even a year ago, are are gone by the wayside. But appreciate that question and appreciate you jumping on the pod. I'm going to assume you're new to the pod, so welcome. And then obviously going forward, that hashtag is M2M Live. But uh, welcome. The the second, the other half of the pod, Antoine Bethea has joined the show, man. What's good? Man, chilling, man. Down here in Atlanta, man, you know the Celebration Bowl this weekend. Mm -hmm. So we had a a panel uh, this morning, um, NFL – football NFL career and football form. Um so was able to, you know, talk with Jackson State, the, the the guys from Jackson State in North Carolina Central, man. So it was it was dope. That's what's up, man. So uh the game is this uh Saturday, I'm assuming? Yeah, this Saturday the celebration bowl. Um mm-hmm. cele- in the celebration bowl for for the people that don't know it's the um the champs from the MIAC versus the champs um the SWAC division. They go head to head. So oh, so did you did you make any appearances in the Celebration Bowl? Celebration Bowl was not there. Was okay. not. It was not um, happening when I was in school. So, no, I did not. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, I want to – Jackson State, this will – obviously, everybody knows at this point, this is going to be um, Coach Prime, Coach Dion's last game coaching at Jackson State University. Um, he uh, announced – I saw a video on his um, – on his Instagram a couple of days ago, where he announced the the next head coach, the twenty second head coach in Jackson State uh, program history, TC Taylor. Yeah, just got announced the head coach. And uh, did you get a chance to see that video? I did, man. Yeah. Um, that was powerful, man. Uh, facts, the, way, the way that the the players reacted, mm-hmm. not only the players, but then even the other coaches reacted to um, him being announced as the official um, head coach after you know Coach Prime leaves, man. So. <clears throat> it was a, a beautiful thing, man. It seemed like it was a good high. Obviously, we got to see what's going what's going to happen, you know, next year. Just sent um, you the video tone for that. But uh, but nah, man, I did see that video, man, and that was that was powerful. And then even with Coach, just um, just speaking on, you know, how, you know, his faith and you know his family's been behind him through his entire process. And yeah, um, that, that was that was good stuff. Yeah, that was awesome, man. And you see, you know, those are the, the 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 a lot of those locker room moments. You know, you 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 miss. You know, whether it be you in a college locker room and you know somebody gets a scholarship. You know, and they've been a walk on for the last you know three years, just grinding. You know, doing a lot of shit that you don't have to do as a scholarship player. Um, scout team, maybe they've worked their way up to actually getting reps on the field, and then you see, you know, however the coaches do it, different coaches had different ways of doing it. Sometimes it was somebody mom Skyping in and telling them. So, so just different. Um, you see all those emotions from the players that, you know, all uh, behind the scenes have seen this person grind and know that they deserve that opportunity. So that was awesome to see, uh, you know, T.C. Taylor get that opportunity. You know, you, they set it up where you thought another coach was going to be walking in. You know, that's how it happens a lot of times. Somebody else gets plucked from another school and they yeah. come in, they the lead and it's like, all right, we got this culture that we've set for the last two, three years. And now this new person, we got to hope that they're, on the same page or, or we can vibe on their page. So um, that was dope to see, man. And uh, it'd be dope to see the Celebration Bowl um, this weekend as well. Uh, speaking of this weekend, we got three games on Saturday. 
and we obviously got to we, we got to get your opinion on the, um, the game tonight as well. Thursday night football, Seattle Seahawks, San Francisco 49ers. Um, but uh, shoot, Tony, let's throw up some of these Saturday games, man. To get AB's pick, y'all got my picks. I went with. Um, Oh, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't okay, tell me. Don't okay, tell me. okay, okay, okay. I, 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 I ain't telling. Tell I ain't telling. So, oh, don't you know where I went on this one. Uh, uh, well, I don't know. Dolphins at Buffalo. I'm going with the Bills here. Um, I'm going Buffalo money line and against the spread. Seven points. Ooh, so you got the Bills to win. Bills to cover. Yes, I do. Oh, at home should be a ugly weather game in Western New York. That nobody enjoys playing in, but once that ball is kicked off, you're gonna play ball. And I, um, once again, I like my Dolphins to get back on track, beat Buffalo for the second time this year. So obviously, that's Miami plus the seven points, and then that's Miami winning straight up the eight and five Miami Dolphins. Next game, we have our Mr. Colts, our four eight and one Colts at the ten and three Minnesota Vikings. Vikings favored by four and a half points. Which way are you going on this one, AB? Coming off a of bye week, can our coach go into Minnesota? That's a good. That's a great question. Can they go into Minnesota? Minnesota coming off this loss against Detroit. Four and a half point favorites. I'm going. Um, I'm going coach here. Going coast? Yeah, I'm going coast. You going coast to win? I'm going coast to win. I'm going coast here, man. I'm going coast here. Yeah, all right. hey, y'all heard it, man. He's going coast across the board. Coast money line, obviously. Coast plus four and a half. My guy's betting with his heart, but I respect it. Uh, that's the four eight one coast. He he he. he AB they going into Minnesota. And they're gonna beat. Ten and three Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. man. I'm taking L last week to the to the Lions. But all right, you 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 heard it. You heard yeah. it. <laughs> I think I think I think the coach, man, coming off a of bye week. You know, watching that game um, last week, as far as you know, with the Vikings and the and the Detroit Lions, man. Um, I, I still think the Vikings are a contender. But if the coach really, you know, study that film, mm -hmm. they can. They could take some of these things in, into this week's game. So I'm, I'm going to go coach, man. I'm going to go coach. I'm going coach. And then the last one we got this weekend, 9-4 um, Ravens at the 5-8 and eight Cleveland Browns. The 5-8 and eight Cleveland Browns are favored by two and a half points at home. Snoop Huntley practiced yesterday. Tyler Huntley, the quarterback, um, obviously backup quarterback in Baltimore. He practiced yesterday. So expect him to play on a short week. Uh, but uh, Ravens at Browns, which way are you going on this, maybe? I'm going Ravens here, man. Um, Ravens, they just find ways to win. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, you know, this will be his third game. Um, obviously, we expected some rust, him not playing, you know, for an for, uh, extended period of time. But mm -hmm. the Ravens, man, they just find ways to win, you know, regardless of um, who's playing, who's not playing. And that just kind of shows, you know, what type of culture, what type of team that they do have over there, man. So I'm going, I'm going Ravens here. Money line gets the spread. Moneyline against the spread. So you went Ravens, Colts, Bills. And yeah. I went uh, Dolphins, Vikings. Dolphins, Vikings. I went Ravens too, right? Yeah, I went Ravens too. So I got Ravens plus two and a half. And I got Ravens winning straight up as well. So, you know, good, good picks, man. So those are our Saturday picks. And now we got Thursday night football tonight.
Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Or is it San Fran? San Francisco 49ers at, at the Seattle. Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, there we go. Nine and four. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. I, what have they won? Six in a row now? Yeah. Sheesh. Six in a row. Uh, nine and four. Obviously, Brock Purdy will be going third game in a row at uh, quarterback action. But this will be his second start at the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, seven and six. Kind of fell off a little bit. 49ers favored by three points on the road in this one. Mm. I expect this to be a good game, actually. It, w- it will be. Divisional matchup. You know, um, that 12th man, I know that 12th man is going to be ready out there in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 49ers, they will take the show on the road. Obviously, out uh, Debo without Debo Samuel. But again, the 49ers team is is a better team, world or machine. Um, that defense is, is, is clicking on all cylinders. You know, you still got some weapons on that offensive side of the ball for the 49ers, George Kittle, mm-hmm. um, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon, um, IU, you know. So I'm going to go with the 49ers here. I got 49ers winning money line, and I have them covering the spread. Seahawks, Seahawks coming off an ugly loss. Uh, well, a tough loss against the Panthers uh, last week, but I really like – I always go these damn quarterbacks, man. Man, you ain't learning yet. <laughs> I ain't learned yet, man. You ain't learned G- yet. Geno Smith, man. I I love me some Geno Smith, man. He 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 got Geno Smith good. going against that 49er defense. Now he are, is. Are you are you are you okay Best with defense that? In the league. Are you okay with that? With that matchup? Best defense in the league, hands down. You know, and all the important numbers, they are one across the board. D'Amico Ryans has this defense playing incredible. And as you always say, a lot of the uh, a lot of vets will say. Especially going on the road, December football, pack a run game, pack a defense. And the 49ers are they they always got that in their backpack. So um definitely gonna be a tough out for these Seahawks, man. But damn. I, you know what? I ain't gonna overthink. I'm gonna go hey. Niners on this one too. I'm gonna hey, go Niners on this one too. Don't, don't, don't overthink it, D but like I, hey. I need wins. I need wins, man. I had an ugly. It was ugly for your boy last week, especially getting this, against the spread. So I got to start off. I got to start off decent. So give me the Niners tonight, too, man. Niners win. Uh, Niners cover. But, man, man, I, I don't feel great about it. Because the thing about this 49ers defense, great defense. Great, great defense. There are some opportunities to make plays. I wish there are always opportunities right. to make plays. You got to take advantage of them. You got to hit them. And um, the Seahawks, they have the weapons to hit him. Tyler Lockett, he's, he seems like he's getting in the end zone damn near every week. DK Metcalf, same thing. He's obviously a weapon. And then uh, Goodwin. Goodwin is kind of finding his stride as well, being that, being that third that third option at the receiver. With, and then they with get all that young, being said. They get their young running back back. With, with all that being said. Tonight. What's that? I mean, I mean, you, you, make, you make valid points, D-Buck. They do have weapons. As we know, it's always plays to be made out there, right? So, as a defense, are we going to limit those explosive plays? Are we going to mm-hmm. stop the run game? I think that's that's where you start at. Limit the run game. You said a young boy's back. He's been toting that rock this this year. Yeah. Can we, can we limit? Walk. Yeah. yeah. And can we limit the explosive plays? Speaking as a as a um, as a defender, right? Um, and on the, for the Seattle Seahawks, the offense. You got to stay ahead of the chains and control the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, it's going to be one of them matchups. 
I, I, I expect I feel, a good one tonight. I feel, I feel like you're trying to talk yourself into saying that, that picking the Seattle Seahawks. That's I really you. am. I really am, AB. I really am. I really, I'm really thinking about picking these Seahawks. My dumb ass picked against the Niners last week against the Bucks, and they blew <laughs> that shit out of water. So they and you have convinced me to just stick with. And that guy right there, Nick Bosa, he's going to be matched up with a rookie tackle. I think both of these tackles are rookies, actually. So, yeah. Give me the Niners. I'm not going to talk myself out of this one, buddy. Yeah. I'm not going to talk myself out of this one, buddy. And I'm not going to talk y'all out of tapping into this no sweat. This no sweat bet. And A.B. missed it. But next week, this no sweat bet is actually going up to up to 2500 Ooh. On the first bet that you'll be able to get back if you don't hit. But for right now, it's still at a thousand dollars. Football season obviously is fully underway. We're going to week 15 tonight. But right now, new customers get a no sweat bet up to one thousand dollars. That's a free bet back if your first bet doesn't hit. Just sign up with the promo code. This is important, guys. M number two. M live, not MTM live, M2M live. Use that promo code. Um, you know, I've talked about it earlier, but I'm a big same game parlay <laughs> type better. They got same game parlay pluses. So you can go and say, hey, this guy's gonna score in this game, and then this quarterback is gonna score for score, throw for 225 yards, and then this running back is gonna run for 60 plus yards, and then you know, whatever else is gonna happen. So uh the same game parlay pluses, same game parlays. Obviously, you can just bet straight up against the spread, a money line, you can do whatever you want with these bets, and up to a thousand dollars once again, no sweat bets. Um, obviously, this is safe, secure, and a super easy way to bet. You get your money fast. You get your money safely uh, on the FanDuel Sports book. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else to add today, B? Nah, man. You hit it out the park, man. I know another thing that you could do. <sighs> be on the lookout for these cheat sheets. These hey. cheat sheets that we put out for y'all, man. You know, <clears throat> money line against the spread. So, like D-Bud just said, those are some ways that you can bet against the money line, against the spread. And I'm always tapping to my man's D Bucks. Same game, Paul A. Yes, sir, man. Um, yeah, so do that once again. Up to a thousand dollars. Get your money back if it doesn't hit. No sweat, uh, no sweat bet. Tone, can you throw that disclaimer up real quick on the screen? And then we'll just add the other one on the back end for the audio version. But that's the disclaimer. Um, you know. Don't 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 be out here betting the church's money, man. Don't bet your, your kids' lunch money, your rent money, Santa Claus money. Don't think oh, I'm gonna go out here and hit ten same game parlays and get these kids these Christmas gifts. Get your kids <laughs> Christmas gifts. Please don't get go. your wife. Get your wife what she asks for your girl, your husband, your boyfriend. Take care of the head of that business, and then you know use your little trick bag money on Sunday, Saturday, Monday, whatever it is, and see if you can flip something, man. But uh, appreciate the FanDuel Sportsbook, obviously for what they do uh, for the pod. Been rocking with them all year. Yes, sir. I ain't gonna tell you use my cheat sheet right now. Use ABs. All right, look at, over there looking like a governor, senator, president. Say he knows something, obviously. Hey. So <laughs> it'll, it'll it'll be out. Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon, we'll, we'll, we'll have it ready for you. Yep, and you already got four right now. We already picked our three Saturday games, and then we picked tonight's game as well. What's that pin right there, that star? What's that? That gold, that gold star? What that? Man, it's just, you know, just a little something, a little suit decoration. That's it. 
All right, all right. Thought you had, I thought it had a little meaning or something, man. Yeah. But uh, appreciate y'all for rocking. As always, another Thursday, we're going to kick off week 15 tonight. Like I said, y'all go check out Avatar, too. What's up, man? The man that makes the legend. Hey, bullshit. You didn't get in the fucking Hall of Fame, dude. I had no say in that Hall of Fame ever, but I want to let you know it's bullshit. You didn't get in there. And you should have seen Debo posted up in Pandora last night in Avatar. Fucking hilarious. You look good. We need to see you soon, AB. Hey, 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 I'm coming to the Thunderdome, man. When can I come? He said he's coming to the Thunderdome. Let him know when. Whenever. Say less. Whenever. Yeah, so, hey. It's going to be a man-to-man collab out here in the Thunderdome real soon, man. Make sure y'all tap in. And once again, appreciate everybody that tapped in today and all year. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, AB, the cracking that threshold, breaking that threshold, million views. And obviously that happens at different times for different people. For some people, it never happens. I just told the people how grateful and thankful we are from them, especially Thank ones that have been rocked from day one. Yes. But uh, yes. I'm sure you 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 share those same uh, sentiments. Sentiments, nah, no doubt. Like D. Bus said, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us, man. Um, it's been a great ride, as I always tell Tone and D. Buck, man. It's a slow grind. It's a slow grind. So as D. Buck said, man, for the ones that's been rocking with us from day one, thank you. We appreciate you. For the newbies, hey, we appreciate y'all. We sh- we appreciate right. the love that y'all show us. So again, man, it's more. More to come on the other side. Appreciate yes, sir. It's love. It's love, man. This is our week 15. Now, well, week 14 in the books. Week 15 kicks off tonight. We'll see y'all Saturday for our pick show, obviously, and then Monday for our next installment of It Is What It Is Mondays. And um, I'm sure we'll have a lot of a lot more conclusions we'll come to after this Back. week. Some teams will be eliminated. Some teams will probably separate themselves a little more. Uh, do we reopen the MVP conversation depending on what happened this weekend? We shall see, man. But we'll see y'all on Saturday and then Monday, man. Appreciate y'all. We are out. Peace. Plus, and select states' first online real, real money wager only. Refund issue as a none, withdrawable free bet as expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. You got a gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit fanduel.com backslash RG. That's in Colorado, Iowa, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 53342 NAZ. 1 8879 777 or visit ccpt.org backslash chat in Connecticut. Stop in Louisiana and then 1 Seven. That's eight. Text Hope NY or text Hope NY to four six seven three six nine in New York, Tennessee. Red line. All right. One eight hundred eight eight nine ninety seven eighty nine in Tennessee. One eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred Wyoming. Or visit www.1800gambler.net. And-